So here's a question for you. Would you benefit from ongoing support to improve your bottom line and ultimately help you master the business of practice ownership? Tracy Trepesky International offers you a proven, impeccably designed method to scale your practice while preserving your most precious assets, your time and energy. We blend business consulting with executive leadership to bring you what you need most to help you become an agile, entrepreneurial CEO while serving your patients with the utmost attention to their care. You receive individualized coaching and support from me and our professional team, providing the best of business consulting and executive leadership coaching to grow your practice without working more. Schedule your complimentary 45-minute strategy call at tracytrapesky.com. Welcome to Thriving Practice. I'm your host, Tracy Trapesky, and I can't wait to introduce you to our incredible guests and to share business tips and strategies that will help make your life easier and support you in becoming the exquisitely fulfilled CEO you're meant to be. I am on a mission to help practice owners take back one day per week for the rest of their careers so they can focus on healing their patients and maximizing their profits. No more sacrificing your personal life or feeling burnt out. It's time to take back control and create the practice of your dreams. Whether you're a seasoned provider or just starting out, this podcast is your go-to resource for actionable advice and inspiration. Together, we'll uncover the hidden potentials within your practice and propel you towards the success and freedom you crave. So if you're ready to transform your practice, make a lasting impact and reclaim that one day per week for yourself, then you're in the right place. Let's embark on this journey together. Well, y'all, I'm here bringing you episode 102, and I'm so happy to be sharing this time with you. I have just celebrated a milestone birthday, and I have to say, as I enter this decade of my life, I feel more connected to purpose and mission than ever before, both in my business and in my life. If I've learned anything in my now 50 years on this planet, it's that intention with inspired action will pave the way to the life you want to live. That's how I have been able to maintain focus, get through difficult times, and trust the process when I'm in the thick of things and the end doesn't seem to be in sight. I feel fortunate to have worked with mentors and coaches throughout this amazing career of mine as a coach and consultant, and the guidance they've given me has been priceless. They've helped me identify and fine-tune my missions and my mission and goals and encourage me as I take the steps to reach them. Working with mentors and coaches has brought a wealth of knowledge, insight, and perspective that's really contributed so much to my success as a business owner and a service provider. They have challenged my thinking, provided invaluable advice, and helped me avoid costly mistakes. They've already been in my shoes. They've walked the path I'm on, and their wisdom has shown me my strength when I didn't know I had it. They've helped me learn from triumphs and failures, and they've cheered me on as my business has morphed and grown over the years. Their unwavering support keeps me going, and I am forever grateful to these incredible humans. Something I advise my clients and I invite you to consider as a business owner and healthcare provider is to engage a mentor, coach, therapist, mastermind group, or other trusted advisor, or really all of these to support you on your journey. 
It can feel lonely on the island of entrepreneurship or business ownership and having the support of a trusted advisor who's been there, who's really been where you are as a business owner is key to your success and well-being. Remember, behind every thriving business owner, there's a coach or mentor who played a pivotal role in their journey. I've found from my own experience working with coaches and in the work I do with my clients that having sufficient support, both to support the business and for ongoing personal and professional development helps with managing all the different stressors that come with running a business. Now we talk about stress, overwhelm, and burnout a lot in my practice. We talk about it a lot on the podcast and in workshops that I teach. So why do we spend so much time talking about this? Well, I'm sure that you already know that we are in the throes of a stressed out burnout crisis for providers, and the view on the horizon is not particularly encouraging. According to research in late 2021, 42% of of physicians experienced burnout that same year. Nearly half of Gen X physicians feel burnt out. 96% of medical professionals agree that burnout is an issue, not only for doctors, but also for their executives. Unsurprisingly, 65% of those surveyed believe it's a serious problem. And of course, more clinical readers, more clinical leaders see it as a serious problem than executives do. Here's my shocked face. Executives just have a different approach to things. So one statistic that I find alarming and extremely concerning is that 42% of physicians are reluctant to seek mental health treatment for fear of losing their jobs or their practice because they worry about the stigma and that their patients might lose trust in them. Almost half of physicians think they can handle their struggles without professional help. Ooh, the irony. And a completely effed up system that feeds this unhealthy mentality that pressures providers to avoid being a human while providing care. Don't even get me started. Moreover, the coping mechanisms many turn to in lieu of professional support includes drinking alcohol and consuming other substances to deal with burnout and other stressors. Not a healthy long-term solution to an ongoing issue. Did you know that 51% of female physicians experience burnout compared with 36% of male physicians? We can attribute much of this to invisible labor or the third shift, which means obligations outside of work that take more of their time, energy, and mental space. During the COVID lockdowns, more women were assuming the pressure to be home with children in remote learning situations. We have a blog post on the third shift, which is linked in the show notes if you want to learn more about that. (sighs) Suicide rates are 250 to 400% higher for female physicians compared with females in all other professions. And get this. 94% of female physicians with mental health diagnosis will not disclose it to their state licensing board for fear of the stigma around mental health conditions. Oh, and there's more massive medical school debt, averaging close to 200,000, many going higher into the mid and higher six figures and some more reduction of income due to COVID-19 working 50 to 80 hours per week, 
decreased professional satisfaction, needing more time with patients, but not having it available for various reasons, not least of which includes insurance stipulations and administrative duties. Let's talk about the cost of all of this, shall we? In terms of dollars, physician burnout as of 2021 is said to cost up to $6.3 billion. This is the cost of recruitment and replacement of physicians when they leave or cut back their hours. Turnover is also becoming a big problem. The United States is going to see a shortage of 122,000 physicians by 2032. Y'all, that's around the corner. Why? Why? Well, if almost half of doctors report above threshold levels of stress and a good number meet diagnostic criteria for PTSD, then why would they stay? And why would new folks choose medicine as a career path if this is what they're witnessing? More than half of the physicians in a Mayo Clinic study said they experience dissatisfaction with work-life integration. Well, I have a lot to say about that, but Go back and listen to episode 98 if you haven't already to learn more about the myth of work-life balance and what to do to find the right balance or what I call work-life harmony. And here's a big one, huge one, regulatory and insurance requirements. The amount of insurance red tape is frustrating for physicians as well as patients. There's just, there's just so much. I'm sure at this point, you're wondering when I'll provide some hope, insight, and tips. I will, but let me be clear. This is why I do what I do. I want to help our clients who are providers and practice owners. I want to help them change this system that's causing not an insignificant amount of harm, both to providers and patients. I believe that when these incredible providers recapture their time and energy and grow their practices, they'll be able to focus more on advocating for or even demanding change in a system that is badly in need of an overhaul. And since our clients and our listeners are business owners, as well as medical and healthcare providers, I want to make sure you understand our mission so we can support you in doing the work that you set out to do in the first place, which is to help your patients heal in body, mind, and spirit. We are on a mission to help providers take back their time and energy, grow their practices without sacrificing their well-being, and give birth to a system that is friendlier to all who use it. Now, these high levels of stress, burnout, overwhelm, and frustrations are a symptom of deeper systemic issues. And while I really, really, really want to smash this system and build something different, I'm very aware that the biggest impact my team and I can make is to do what we do best, which is really to help practice owners navigate the juggling act of providing care while running a business. From there, the potential for building a new system can emerge. So what about overwhelm and burnout? Well, for this episode, I'm going to focus on overwhelm. And if you listened to episode 101, which was our roundtable on burnout, you'll likely recognize symptoms of overwhelm as similar to many of the symptoms in the 12 stages of burnout. So here's a quick overview of, of overwhelm symptoms, which really align with mental health conditions and burnout. Quick list, forgetfulness or confusion, difficulty with focus and concentration, low energy, Withdrawal from social interactions, 
racing thoughts, struggle to problem solve, negativity and worry, pessimistic thinking, headaches and stomach aches, difficulty sleeping or sleeping too much, no longer enjoying your regular activities. That's a short list. So if this is resonating with you, keep listening and taking notes. And I invite you to consider scheduling a call with me to learn about how we can help you decrease that chaotic, overwhelmed feeling while continuing to grow your business and do it without sacrificing your well-being. So let's jump on it. Let's go. Now that I've shared these worrying statistics about burnout, mental health struggles, and provider suicide rates, I want to share some straightforward tips with you. So you can take back your energy and decrease your air quotes here, whelm levels. You may have heard of Brene Brown. She's known for her work on shame. She gives a clinical definition of overwhelm, which is this. It's an extreme level of stress and an emotional and or cognitive intensity to the point of feeling unable to function. In terms of business, we're considering overwhelmed to be having too many things to do and too short an amount of time leading to a sense of feeling stressed and out of control. So what can we do about it? First and always be kind to yourself. Even if you prepared to own a practice by going to business school, running a business while also being a healthcare practitioner is not an easy balance and more than likely Your schooling did not include how to run a business with tons of regulatory oversight plus insurance restrictions and providing the highest level of care in the shortest appointment windows possible that match up with the proper insurance codes. Mm, Good times. So we're practicing being kind with ourselves. Next, and perhaps more tangible, but not less important, is a method that we teach our clients. And it's simple, but not necessarily easy. But oh my, is it effective? It's all about prioritizing. It's a tool that will not only help you prioritize the most important tasks, but it will help you build the muscles you need to master your time management, which we call time leadership behind the scenes here at Tracy Trubesky International. So if you are not currently driving or walking or running, draw a rectangle and put a cross through it to make four squares. The top left square is quadrant A. And it is to hold only the list of things you'll complete today on top of your regular duties. So I recommend keeping that list to five or fewer items and make sure at least two of those things are related to self-care, such as exercise, tracking water intake, reading a book, listening to a podcast, or whatever you would consider a dedicated self-care ritual. The other three things are business related that are outside of your regular duties, something you'll finish today and no more than three on that list. This is completion. So let's move over to the top right, which is quadrant B, and that is for items to complete this week. Each day, you'll move a portion of B over to A when you'll complete that task. Basically, this is how we chunk down big goals and projects, and it's so much simpler than running it through SMART goals. Just saying. All right, so the bottom left is quadrant C, and that is for medium to long-term projects, say up to three months, maybe longer, depending on what you're working on. This is where you're writing the bigger picture items, which might look like an entire project or an initiative that you're working on. Maybe it's research, something like that. As you're ready, you'll take portions of those projects or initiatives or research and move it into quadrant B. 
And then each day, as you're ready, you'll move a portion of a project or an initiative or research from quadrant B to quadrant A for completion. This could be very small chunks and that's okay. It's okay because every 1% we complete gets us closer to our goals. The final quadrant, the lower right is quadrant D and it's really three D's. Do it now, delegate it or delete it. Now, if you're going to do it now to get it off your plate, then you're really moving that to quadrant A and you'll probably feel pretty good about it. I think of the do it now items as things that we know could be done. They're not urgent, but they're distracting or draining our energy in some way. So kind of benign example, it's like you've brought a box into your office and you need to unpack its contents and then recycle the box, but you've been busy and it's kind of tucked behind a chair. So it's not really a problem, but you know, it's there and it's kind of taking brain space. And also it's been there for probably, you know, a month or so. (laughs) This is the time to just do it today. In coaching, we call putting up with these kinds of things. We call them tolerations and tolerations are like tiny pinpricks in our success cup, draining away our good energy and momentum. So just do it today. You'll be glad you did. Now, whether you're doing it, delegating or deleting it, you're still delegating it to a different quadrant, to a capable employee or to the bin. So now you are a master delegator. You're welcome. Now, I recommend that you review or preview each week. So at the beginning of each week or at the end of a week, looking forward to the next week, give the quadrant a look and identify what's going to be shifting from C to B, from B to A, or over down to D. And just give that a look each week. I also recommend that you start with a physical quadrant or say like a piece of paper or in a notebook or even a Word document with a basic table in it to start. And even though I went through this from A to D, I actually recommend when you start using the quadrant that you start with D and work backwards to A. So you're going to figure out what goes into D, do it now, delegate it or delete it, and then over to C. And at C, you're identifying the longer term projects. And from there, you can work out what pieces of it can go into D, things to put on your your radar for the week and then move it over to A in the smaller chunks for what you're going to complete. So when you do that, you're mastering the art of chunking down tasks, also called begin with the end in mind, which is habit number two from Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. You're welcome. So ultimately, when you start feeling stressed and overwhelmed, or if you want to avoid those feelings as much as possible, you can start to ask yourself, is this an A, B, C, or D item? The key here is to be honest with yourself and remember that not every spark is a fire that needs putting out. As business owners, we tend to view just about everything as urgently in need of attention, but unless it's really an urgency, it's important for your health and well-being and that of your staff and the business itself to prioritize all the way down to mundane daily tasks so you're clear about your priorities. Yes, it takes a little time in the beginning, but ultimately it starts to free up a ton of time. So here's what happens when our clients start to use this time delegation quadrant. It usually goes something like this. First, decreased body tension. After a week or two, noticeably lowered stress levels, better sleep, clearer thinking, sharper decision-making. After a month or two, time recovery starts to happen naturally 
And then the mental bandwidth and capacity for air quotes again, whelm increases. So now you can start getting creative about how to achieve your goals. By the third month of using the quadrant, our clients are taking back a couple of hours each week for their own benefit, like for time off, research, presenting at conferences, rest, time with family, or whatever they've decided is a priority for their recovered time. Within about six months, most of our clients are taking back at least an hour a day, which they often apply to two half days for research or leaving early for long weekends, rest and rejuvenation, whatever they decide, again, that they want to do with their recovered time. This is a very simplified vision of the work we do with our clients, but this one magical quadrant can help you master your time leadership, make clearer decisions, get more done, become super effective at delegation, and ultimately become a better leader for your practice. Most of our clients' teams report increased job satisfaction and a better understanding of their roles, as well as feeling empowered to innovate and bring ideas to the practice owner. So many wins. Now, I don't know if you know how much I love having simple, effective tools at my fingertips, but I do, and I love to share them. So we've created a time delegation mini workbook with that very quadrant I talked about and some other really useful tips to help you with simplifying your priorities and time management. You can download it at our website at tracycherpesky.com forward slash quadrant. The link is in the show notes. As a reminder, there's a lot going on that's not going well for the medical community. And sometimes change and progress can feel slow or impossibly out of reach. But we are here to share with you how you can move through this, take control of your time and energy, and grow your practice without sacrificing your well being. It is my sincere intention that as you free up time and energy, you're able to get creative about making changes to how we do healthcare. Give the time delegation quadrant a try. Be sure to let me know how it's going. If you'd like support with taking back your time and growing your practice, schedule a complimentary strategy session with me. You can do that through our website, tracycherpesky.com. Click on a button that says schedule a call. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you're taking away practical tips to help reduce overwhelm and start taking back your time. See you in a couple of weeks. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Thriving Practice. I appreciate you. And I have an ask. If you got value from this show, make sure to share it. You can give a shout out on social media or tell your friends and colleagues about it. You can also subscribe so you never miss a show. To learn more about how we work with practice owners to help them take back their time, head over to tracytrupesky.com. While you're there, sign up for our newsletter, which has tips and tools for your practice success. A special thanks to our incredible team and thanks to you, our dear listener, for sharing the gift of your time and attention. I wish you so much success as you continue to move forward in your day. If I can be a resource to you, let's schedule a time to talk. You can find the scheduling link on our website.